My therapist recommended I start a journal to help me work through my issues. What he doesn't understand is my issues aren't internal. They're external. Well, most of them anyway. I see spirits. Not of the alcohol variety, though drinking sometimes helps to blur the lines of communication between me and the ghosts. But a person can't remain drunk for 24 hours a day, so I have to silence the voices somehow in order to live a halfway normal life. Dr. Franklin suggested that journaling would help, so here I am, sitting here writing words in a book to help me sort things out. Nothing coherent, mind you, just a jumble of words that spill from my mind onto the white-lined paper through the blue ballpoint pen. I hate to break it to you, Dr. Franklin, but writing does nothing to stop the visits. I scribble onto paper, throw my pen down, and close the notebook. He wants to view the journal at our next appointment. Let's see how he likes that last entry. I chuckled to myself and leaned back in my chair. Then I quickly opened the notebook and ripped the page out. He didn't know about the ghosts, and I didn't plan on spilling those beans to him anytime soon. Every time I did, I got that look. You know the one, the one that says, Is she serious or insane? I probably would have gone crazy if it weren't for Abel. He makes life livable. Which is ironic, since he isn't of the living variety. People think Abel is an imaginary friend. But how many 21-year-olds do you know with imaginary friends? He is a ghost. Not a figment of my imagination, as some people might think. Kind of like my ghostly bodyguard. He is also my best friend. Has been since I was old enough to understand what friends are. How he found me, I don't know, but I will forever be grateful he did. He's like a big brother, even though I'm technically older than him now. I keep aging, and he stays young and vibrant at 17. Without his intervention, I would have been institutionalized years ago. Instead, I'm a contributing member of society, going to college, working on becoming a psychologist, which is why I know my psychiatrist is a quack. I still don't understand why I keep going or keep completing his assignments. I guess it's comforting in a way. And my mentoring professor told me all great psychologists see psychologists themselves. I'm on my way. What are you doing, Cassie? Abel's familiar voice broke the silence of my bedroom. I felt the chill first, an obvious sign a spirit is in the vicinity. And then the hair on the back of my neck stood at attention. I knew it was Abel before he spoke. He rarely lets others through without my consent. My fingers slapped across the cover of the journal. A protective mechanism, I guess. I didn't want anyone reading my random thoughts, least of all my spiritual brother, and turned to greet my buddy. The smile disappeared from my face when I noticed he's not alone. I'm tired, Abel. Can't this wait until tomorrow? Abel ran his fingers over his dark brown curls as he shook his head. His brown eyes looked sad, and his chocolate mocha-colored skin was paler than I'd ever seen. His clothes, the jeans, white t-shirt, and high school letterman jacket, which were the clothes he died in, were disheveled. Not their usual perfect condition. No, I'm afraid not. <sighs> I sighed, then yawned, and then stored the notebook and pen in my nightstand drawer. Abe, unless this is life or death, I'm going to get some sleep. Who was I kidding? It was always life or death where a spirit was concerned. I looked at the teen ghost standing in front of him only out of curiosity, disinterest in helping her clearly written on my face. She was wearing a white nightgown covered in blood splatter.